Hello, it's Zach Geyser, and I'm going to be doing my podcast on The Makeup Thief. So a little bit of background about The Makeup Thief. It was Monday, September 18th, and we were having a pasta party at our house, which was a normal occasion for the cross-country team on days before meets, because we had a meet on Tuesday, the Tuesday after that. So everything's going normal everybody's downstairs a couple girls are upstairs and we're just having a good time like we always do at pasta parties and little do we know someone on the cross-country team that we'll try to figure out later was stealing makeup without any one of us knowing and so i'm gonna introduce you guys to my mom and she's gonna explain to us what she thought and everything that happened on the day that she found out that her makeup was missing because she's the only woman in our house so nobody would be stealing the makeup from her Alright, so now I'm going to bring my mom onto the show and have her explain to us all the feelings and what happened and how everything just turned up the morning she found out all her makeup was stolen. Okay, so the night before, like Zach has probably said, the entire cross-country team was over, you know, for supper. Not a big deal. Kids everywhere. Kids downstairs playing games. Uh, Girls laying around on the main floor. You know, no big deal. Everything went off well, you know, got all the stuff taken care of. And uh, the next day, just getting ready for work and going to put on a little makeup. And uh, my makeup drawer was unusually clean and (laughs) not quite as messy as it normally is. And upon further investigation, you know, I just noticed that uh, there was makeup missing. I had you know, recently purchased a bunch of uh, new lipsticks that were actually expensive for me. And so when, you know, two or three of them are missing, it's pretty obvious. And upon further investigation, you know, there's mascara missing. There's um, some other hair care products, you know, like out of a different drawer, there was hair care products that were missing. And I don't know, it pretty much just made me feel violated. And so you proved to Miss Lake first that all this was missing because you still had receipts from the person you bought it from on Facebook, correct? I had uh, the receipts so I knew what colors were missing and I also had like my hair product. I had purchased two so I was able to take pictures of similar products, you know, similar lipsticks but with different colors. So I took pictures and sent everything to Miss Lake. All right, thank you. That'll be it for now. So before my mom sent any pictures in the Miss Lake, we agreed that at first I would go in and talk to Miss Lake face-to-face about it in the fifth hour, her prep hour. So I told her about it. I told her that makeup was stolen from our house, which this has already been an occurrence this year that makeup was stolen from someone on the cross-country trip, but I'll get to that later. 
And so this is Miss Lake's third time having to deal with this, and she already kind of knows the culprit, but there's no evidence yet, so there's nothing we could really do. So she was surprised, but really busy, so she didn't have that much time to do anything about it because we had a Byron home meet that day because it was the Tuesday after the Monday when the makeup was all stolen. So she was really busy getting everything prepped and ready to go. So three days went by and it was Friday of that same week and we or Miss Lake came to me and told me she had a bag for me and I didn't really know what she was talking about but later she would give me the bag and it was a lot of my mom's makeup and I w was wondering I was like where did you get this from and she told me that she contacted Trish Sprague who is Alexis Sprague's mother and asked her to look through Alexis's stuff because Alexis has been known to do these kind of things and sure enough Trish found all of the makeup that my mom could prove she had missing but in the end my mom still had more makeup that's still missing and is probably still at Alexis's house but Alexis will never say it was her fault and she'll always blame someone else that they did it. So I'm bringing my mom back onto this show to talk about the bag of makeup that Miss Lake gave to me that she said was confiscated from Alexis Sprague's house by her own mother, Trish Sprague. So, Mom, if you could tell me what your plan was to do after I showed you that bag. Well, the first thing that I wanted to do, it, it was a hard decision on what do I do? Do I go to the police? Do I not? And, and so on. So I, I did decide um, to protect ourselves and hopefully prevent this from happening to another parent. Um, I did contact the police. I called them and asked them what I could do. Could I file a report? Um, that sort of thing. Um, they advised me because too much time had lapsed that I was not going to be able to file a report because they would have wanted me to call the day after so they could try to fingerprint and stuff. But um, So that didn't work out. Um, they did suggest to me to get a hold of the school and report it because it was a uh, school-sponsored team. And so um, I did call the school and ask if they were aware of the theft from the house, and they were aware, and they were going to pursue it um, from a um, student-athlete kind of board, um, but they were not allowed to discuss with me or um, keep me privy to the information, even though I was the one, you know, who was violated against type of thing. So do you think the school did did you any kind of justice with this whole situation? I honestly never heard back from the school to know if the board was ever convened or if any ramification ever occurred to her. So um, from my point of view, I don't think they did anything. So although she went missing for four weeks, 
you and I both don't really think that the school did anything. Do you think that's okay? Do you think that promotes for her to keep stealing? Because there's no punishment, and she, in her head, thinks she didn't do it, but all the proof is in favor of her doing it? Yeah, I think it, it sends a signal out that, you know, hey, it's okay. You don't even really get a slap on the hand if you go to somebody else's house and steals. There's, there's no consequences for your actions. All right, that'll be it for this section. Thank you for your time. still an odd occurrence that she was gone for over four weeks after homecoming which homecoming was around the week that all of this was going down so i did see her at homecoming but for four weeks after that she was gone and we never knew if the school suspended her or she just went away for a month we don't we don't really know I did hear rumors throughout the school, though, that she was in a mental hospital, which I don't want to be rude, but at this point she kind of needs for all the stuff she's saying and lies she's saying about not ever stealing anything, even though all the truth, truth is in favor of her doing it. So I was talking about it earlier in this podcast about how Alexis has had a track record for stealing stuff like this. So over the summer, I I was part of the cross-country trip to Maine, somewhere in Maine, I forget where. But what happened is we were coming home, we had a run at like 6 in the morning, so we're coming home from the run and it's like probably about seven now after all the stretching and running and we're told that we cannot get off the bus and we're all wondering like why but apparently julie i can't remember her last name julie the foreign exchange student that's no longer going to byron her makeup was stolen and she couldn't find it and it was really expensive makeup i can't remember what brand it was but that was stolen and they were letting nobody off the bus so nobody could try to move it around and not get themselves caught. So we had to sit on there for about 15 minutes, and then after that, they're like, all right, we can't find it at all, so can you guys actually help us to find it? So 10 minutes in, guys don't really search that much because why would a guy want to steal makeup? And then a couple minutes later, we find it, and everybody's like, oh, where was it? And it, uh, all the girls were like, oh, it was just randomly under Alexis Sprague's bed, where all the teachers and chaperones have already looked. So it's almost like Alexis just planted it there, and then it was like, oh, it must have rolled under my bed, because I think she was bed partners with Julie. 
So that would make sense for her to try to come up with that lie and get through it. But that's just me. But then also on the cross-country trip, Hunter Luke and Emily... uh, I don't remember her last name either, but they had money stolen from them. I think it was 60 bucks. It was 20 bucks from Emily and 40 bucks from Hunter. And then I received word from one of Alexis's good friends that she knows Alexis stole that money, which I'm kind of confused why she never said anything about it, but I do trust her on that. But then there's one more story from a couple cross-country camps ago, but I'm going to have Jared talk to you about that one. So now I'm bringing Jared Krejci into the show because he's had prior experience with someone stealing stuff revolving cross-country. So, hey, Jared, how are you doing? How about yourself? I'm doing pretty good. So I think it was like four years ago now. I want you to talk about how Mari, one of the foreign exchange students, had her underwear stolen and what happened because I wasn't on the team back then and I didn't. I don't know all the details. Yeah, I think it was my sophomore year is when she was on the team. And she was a real nice girl. I got along good with her and stuff. And all of a sudden, we were at cross-country camp. And one of the days, she complains about having underwear missing. And it was kind of weird. We were like, okay. And then it was still missing for, like, two more days after that. And then nobody came forward to, like, admit it. And, I mean, I personally thought it was, like, a practical joke that someone was playing. Yeah. Obviously not nice, but, you know, maybe someone was being stupid. But turns out that it wasn't a practical joke, and someone actually stole it, and I don't think she ever got her underwear back. And we all had our, you know, guess at who did it, and you know who. All right, so I'm I'm thinking it's Alexis Sprague right now. So is that who you guys were thinking it was? Yeah, definitely, without a doubt. All right, and then I think I remember some details about that, that – uh. That um, she hung up the stolen underwear in a porta potty. Is that true? Yes, it is. All actually, right. at so, our, so that act- did happen. Yeah, actually, at our next meet, it was hung up in the porta potty, which is really weird and gross. And so ne- they never really like one hundred percent guaranteed that it was Alexis Sprague, but I think I remember you guys talking about how one time. She was seen walking out of the office crying, and she was saying it wasn't me. But with her history, you know, you can't really believe much of what she's saying. Do you think you remember that happening at all? Yeah, I remember her being called down to the office. I was in her class, and everyone was like, "Uh uh-oh, what's that about? And I remember seeing her crying afterwards, and, you know, that pretty much guilts you into it. Alrighty. Alright, so that's all I needed from you, dude. Have a nice day. You too. All right, see ya. See ya. In the end, Alexis Sprague still decides to reject that she had anything to do with this. I came up and talked to her face, 
And I was like, why would you even do this? And she came up with this story. She said that she was exchanging makeup with a friend before homecoming. And the makeup she was exchanged from another person happened to be my mom's makeup. Well, that doesn't make any sense, because she doesn't really have any friends on the cross-country team, especially anyone else on the cross-country team that would steal makeup from us. So I told her that I did not believe her at all, and that she better return all of the makeup, because, like, we didn't, we never got it all back, because my mom couldn't prove all the other stuff just because she's had it there for so long. But so, to this day... Like, a month ago, Alexis is still saying, like, oh, I'm getting blamed for stealing makeup, and I didn't do it on social media, trying to make herself seem like an angel, but I think with the proof of finding makeup under her bed when Julie's makeup was missing, and like, oh, wow, I randomly found it on the bed, that's pretty good proof. Proof that her friend would say that she stole money from other people. That's not the best, but that's pretty good proof. And especially proof that Miss Lake got the makeup from her mom. And her mom saying that she found it in Alexis's drawer in her bathroom. There's no way you can argue that you had nothing to do with stealing anybody's makeup. When all that proof is against you. But now she's just having mental breakdowns, shaving off her head, then saying she likes wigs, then saying she likes her shaved head again, like, that, to me, seems like an unhealthy, like, mental health to me, but, oh well, there's nothing else we can do about it, nothing was ever really solved from this, school didn't do anything, police weren't able to do anything, she gets to walk off, but well, that's fine. I'm guessing her four weeks off had a purpose. So I think that'll be it for this podcast. See you later.